Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio. You are here at Rosalind's Corner, and tonight we're going to have a great, great time. I got, man, I got top-of-the-line artists tonight, and you're going to be blown away with what he's been doing, his accomplishments, and everything else. And he, we call him family, okay? But first, you know what I like to do? I always like to tell you about our great company, T25CL Entertainment. I mean, I always say, and you know, and for all you who are new listeners, T25 is a great innovative company where a global platform for pay-per-view distribution of independent artists has been established. Look, I invite you, go to our website at www.t25cl and view all the great artists whose music is available for digital download. I mean, even if you are an independent artist and you're looking to get your music out there on a global platform, T25 is the avenue to come for your distribution, okay? We are a, a, a company that looks forward to signing on new artists, independent artists, all ages, all genres of music. We want to get you out there on a global platform so the world can hear what you have to share. All right? Okay? Oh, now, tonight, my, my guest tonight is a wonderful, wonderful gentleman. I had written up a bio for him, but you know what I want him to do? I'm going to have him tell his story. He's going to tell his story, and look, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be blown out of, out of your socks, okay? Here at Rosalind's Corners, this gentleman is the baddest saxophone player around, okay? He has been graced on the stage when we did our concert, United We Stand, which will be in independent film theaters near you soon. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to welcome to Rosa's Corner, my friend, our friend, our family, Mark Allen Belton. Welcome, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing out there? All right, all right, all right, all right. We are so ready for you to share what you have and what you're doing. But you know, like I always like to do with my artists. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, I got my, my co-host, Chief, is on the line as well. Chief, you there? Say hey to the world. Hey to the world, hey to you, Sister Rosalind, and my good brother, Mark Allen Felton. How you doing, man? All right. All right. Brother Tom. All right. So good. Very good. So now, and this is what I do with all my artists, and, you know, when we talk about an artist and all their accomplishments and what they're doing today, we always know that there's a starting point. I love this. You know what? I always love this journey to, to my artists because there's always a starting part in their life where you probably wasn't even, maybe not even thinking about music or maybe your family 
was a musical family. So, Mark, what I want you to do, we're going to start from square one. When and why did you even start playing the instruments you're playing now? Why did you get into music when you were little, when you were younger? Tell us your influence. Wow. You know what? Uh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good starting point. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> I saw a, a group on television named Cool in the Gang, and uh, I really liked the way that the guy was, you know, twirling that shiny thing around. So that was my whole intro into music. I was like, uh, wow, that's, that's cool. I want to do something like that. I'm on stage in front of people. He was doing all these steps and everything, and I didn't even realize that it was an instrument that was supposed to be played seriously. I just thought that, hey, I want to tw- twirl that shiny thing around. That. That's my introduction in the music. Wow. Uh, let me ask you, Mark, are you on a, a speakerphone or on a headset? I'm actually on a, a speaker. I'm at, should I try to get on a headset? Yeah, please, because you're, you're, you sound like you're way in the basement there, my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all right, right, right. Listen, to hear what you're saying, okay? No Can problem. We're all good. That's Can you hear better. me better? That's better. Yes, yeah. yes, that's better. All right, so so when were you younger, you saw Cool in the Gang? Right. I thought that uh, it was so cool because, you know, here they were a group of guys that were doing something they loved and um uh, I was attracted to that shiny instrument, which happened to be the saxophone. And that's pretty much oh, how I started liking the sax right there. Wow, wow. I love uh, Summer Madness. Tell uh, us now. Uh, that's, that's, that's just a hit. That's right my that's I'm fun. serious. Okay, I think we all love that one. I mean, we're we're getting ready to do it up with that same uh, um, setup, man, because it's going to be... I mean, I, 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 as long as I've been in the music industry, and I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of people, you know, perform on stage, but that setup right there with some of madness, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it right there. That's the hit. So let me Probably. ask you now. You you play the saxophones. What other instruments do you play? I'm I'm really the saxophones, but you know, uh, I've uh, been fortunate to play a little bit of keyboards and. Uh, also, you know, I, I, I'm like I'm a producer, so I mix. I mix as well. You know, I'm on the technical side of the game too. So uh, I like to uh, really go deep into technology and I'm serious about the computer thing and mixing and all that kind of stuff too. So you know, these days you got to be a, a well-rounded hey. musician. You know, you can't just do one thing. You know that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, when you're coming up, you have brothers, sisters. Do you come from a musical background? Um, your family. I mean, how did you initially even start into the music? Well, Besides, before uh-huh. before Cool in the Gang. <laughs> well, my uncle was uh, uh, he was a trumpet player, and he used to practice around the house all the time. You know, he'd come over, and you know, I just want to kind of take his instrument and play it a little bit. He'd get out, get away from me. You know, you're not serious. I was taking some. He let me play a couple notes or whatever. So when um. When I actually saw Cooling the Gang on television, ironically, the next day when I went to school, uh, our drummer, Bugle, uh teacher was starting a band. And, you know, I saw the students that they wanted to play, they wanted to be in the band. And I raised my hand. I said, I want to play the shiny thing. He said, what are you talking about? <laughs> of all these instruments and stuff. And I said, that one right there, the curvy one right there, I want to play that. He said, I saw the saxophone, son. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
I went home, told my mother, and they was like, no, we can't afford that thing. So I, I did my little, uh, my little boy crying thing. You know how we do with kids. Oh, that temper tantrum, tantrum uh-huh. Right, and they, and they bit it. They bit it that time. So my <laughs> father, uh, he let me um, play the instrument, and uh, that's pretty much how I got into it from there. Just, um, you know, once I got the horn, I realized that, you know, it wasn't just a showpiece. It was something that you have to actually learn how to play. You know, so you come from a musical family then, is that correct? You're, you know. You know, I, I was talented, you know, a talented family, but no one really was that deep, deep into the music. But, you know, like my mother always had a piano glass, so she would play a little bit, my sister, you know, everybody kind of dabbled a little bit, but um, nobody took it really serious like that, you know, so I came along with it. But I would say talented for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let me yeah. ask you this. Did anybody sing? Do you sing? No, unless I'm trying to get people to leave. <laughs> oh, bad. my goodness. No, you know, I'm not that bad. But uh, actually, you know, nobody really sings like, uh, you know, professionally, let's put it like that. But everybody kind of doesn't dabble a little bit here and there with music, you know. But as far as professionally, nah, nah, you know, mm, that's okay. a serious deal right there. Well, let me ask you this because, you know, when we're. When we start into the music, you know, of course you had Cool and the Gang, but what other famous musicians are, you know, that you would, you know, look up to, that you learned from? I mean, did you have mentors when you were, you know, first starting out? Because I know when you first started out, you sure didn't sound like you sound like right now. So well, I, I, I tell you, I see how I always look at things. It's funny that you say that because even when I was a child, I would always think like, you know what? I'm not the first one on the planet to do this, right? So I said, who does this? So once I thought about the saxophone, I was asking around, like, who was the famous guy? Who was the main guy that was doing it at the time? It happened to be Grover Washington Jr. So I just said, okay, uh, that's going to be my mentor right there. And I ended up just trying to – I just listened to a lot of his records and a lot of things he was doing and started patterning myself behind, you know, what I heard because um, – Although I had the instrument, we couldn't afford lessons for me at the time. So I never had any lessons, any, any formal lessons like that. We had, you know, a couple of people may show you something here and there, but I never had lessons. I just had to you know, as I went along. So um, I always thought, hey, somebody else did it before me. Let me listen to that person and pick up as much as I can. And that's pretty much well, that. what, what made you continue on? Because, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're young, and mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna pick up a, a hobby, because um, at that time when you're young, you know, oh, I, I I like this, but then there could be something else as you grow older that draws your attention away from that initial desire. So what was it that made you just that intuitiveness? You might want to say. You sound like my father, stick to it, this. That's what he sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must be from the south somewhere, huh? No, uh, no. <laughs> I, I tell you what, um, what really happened was, as I did get older, I was really into basketball. I wanted to play basketball, so that being my, my partner, Anthony. And, uh, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of time on the squad at the time. Um, you know, we weren't really being nurtured to do that. So um, one of the things that we used to do during uh, basketball practice, we'd always brag about being all city. Somebody's going to be all city. I want to be all city. I want to be all city. There's always that kind of thing. So I said, I'm going to be all city. I'm going to be all city something. So I went and tried out uh, for the all city jazz band. 
And um, actually, when I got to the guy, you know, he opened the door, said, what are you doing here? It's like, he came to audition for the R-City Jazz Band. He says, what, how do you know about the R-City Jazz Band? I said, I got this flyer right here. He said, go sure. So let me see that, son. So he took it out of my hand and looked at it. He said, this thing is for last year. You're two weeks late. I said, what? Mm. He said, are you a singer? I said, yeah. He said, you're a singer. Come on in here and, uh, you know, let me see what you got. You see, play your scales. You know, so I played my scales and all that. He said, you know what? We had already selected everybody, but, this, but since you, you know, came down here and, you, you know, you learned all this stuff and you, you auditioned, you sound pretty good, we're going to let you in our city jazz band. So he gave me a shirt that day, said, All oh, City Jazz Band, and I was then I went back to basketball practice, bragging, Ah, oh, All City fellas. Everybody <laughs> kind of loved that little thing, you know. And uh, I ended up receiving a scholarship um, that year. And at the time, it was, you know, you make a choice. You either go to the armed services, you go to school, or you get a job. And because I had the scholarship, I didn't want to go to the uh, services. I didn't want to go get a job. So I said, hey, I'm going to go to school. Now, when I got to school, uh, matter of fact, when I got to R.C. the jazz band, the guys that were in the jazz band were, you know, I mean, they were, like, well-schooled in the, you know, playing music and everything. I was like, wow. And by the time I got to college, it seemed like everybody was just way above, you know, because they had been through all kind of training and stuff like that. But, uh, I like to I like I like being around the environment and I love what was coming out of me. You know, I knew it was it was kinda of raw but I figured that if I, you know, put my mind to it, I can uh you know, go far in that. And I just wanted to play, I just felt like I was supposed to play. And that mm-hmm. kinda of motivated me just to keep moving towards that. But, you know, certain things happen, get a couple of successes here and there, you know, mm-hmm. with that and you realize that, hey, I can do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I, I, that was my next uh, question. I was gonna pose to you before we go to the chat board. Uh, Andre will let us know if I got any questions up there. Um, because you know when you um, chose to keep that scholarship and 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 use it to your benefit to grow in that music. I mean, did you have any peer pressure that would, you know, try to uh, divert you from uh, what you really desire to do? Because, you know, when you're yet young, you know, sometimes you're very impressionable, um, even growing up. So, I mean, did you have someone who was behind you, who was mentoring you, who was driving you, or was it just your will to do it by yourself? Well, I don't think you do anything by yourself in this world, but... Um the desire just kind of came with, you know, just learning more about the instrument and being around, you know, positive people that being encouraged. My, my, uh, my, uh, I would say my grammar school teacher and coach, Mr. Hillman, and Mr. Theodore, they were very influential in reference to, you know, giving some guidance and giving us hope and, and uh, you know, just desire to go further in that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we did. Because, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting back then. Um, sometimes, you know, you had people around you that were very encouraging, and you also ran into situations where, you know, people are very discouraging, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get something for real, you know, you can't do this, and this is, you know, one in a million chance, all that kind of stuff like that. But I think anything in life, you know, if you desire it strong enough and you put um, your will behind it, and you have support, and, or you or you draw support from different situations, you could pretty much go find it. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, now, so let's go to the chat board. Uh, Andre, do we have any questions on the chat board? Yeah, we have, we have I have one quick question for if we go to the chat board. When you go decided ahead. to make that decision to learn how to play the saxophone, how long did it take you before you got a pay play for pay gig? How long did that take? My first pay gig, I think he was about thirteen years old or something like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, one of the neighborhood uh uh, guys out there, he hired us to do a little show, and that's when I had this band called, uh, I was with a band called Future Phase, uh, all my fellas back in the hood, stuff like that, we were real tight, and, and we were trying to make it, we just formed, everybody just brought, brought the instrument that they had, we formed a group out of that, and I said, you got paid, you got paid something back there, yeah. Like, but how long did it take? Did it take a, a year, two years, three years, how, how long did it take before you got to that level where someone said, wait a minute, this cat's good enough to, to pay him some money. How well, now, that? as an individual, it's different than if you play with a group of guys and we just with a band. So now I was 11 years old when I first started playing saxophone. And mm-hmm. by, by the time I was 13, I think I was the first paid gig we got. Okay. You know, and, and, you know, but, you know, we're kids, you know, so we just did what we did. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I remember... Uh, making some money uh, playing, you know, and I was still proud where I was a solo guy, you know, out front, and I was thinking, wow, this is great, you know what I'm saying? I remember calling my father and saying, y'all need to start playing instruments. We're <laughs> 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 cool, but it's like, yeah, right. And then another gig would come for a long time after that, so, you know. All right, cool, cool. All right, all right. So let's go some callers. We got some callers. Let's go to the first caller from Southern Cal. All right. Southern California, give us your name. Welcome to Roslyn's Corner. Tell us where you're calling from in Southern California. Are you there? Come on, come on, Southern California. Come on, come on, come on. Unmute yourself. You're on live. They're listening all over the world. All right. Probably have just a listener. All right, go to the next one in Southern California. We'll go back to the other Southern California. Yeah, we'll go back there. All right. All right. You're on Roslyn's Corner with Roslyn Jordan Mills. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Man, okay. All we got some listeners. Calling in. Brother Cal is just listening. All right. That's all right. Let's go to the next one in California. All right. Oh. Uh, California. Oh, 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 go back. Go back. She came on. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, hello, Rosalyn. This is Kimba. I'm calling from Oakland. Hello, Miss Kimba. How are you? I'm doing radiantly. How are you? Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. I'm trying to fight a little cold here, but that's okay. I love being on my radio and listening to all my beautiful guests, and it's great to hear your voice, my sister. Likewise. Yes. So will you have a question or comment for my guest tonight, Lamarck Allen Felton? better known as Panther. Hi, Panther. How are you? How are you? I'm great. That's good. Um, I'm a spoken word artist, and I heard that um, I heard some of your work, and you sound great. I hope that one day we can get together and create beautiful music. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. right. I just want to say hi. What are you working on now, Kimba? 
Well, actually, I just finished a play, and I'm writing, I'm constantly writing. So, yeah, it's just adding to my repertoire of poems and songs and spoken words. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. There it is. All right. Well, just and let me let me ask you this, because um, with her talent, because I've heard her spoken word, um, Mark, is that implemented into your music? Hey, I'm open for yes, all kinds of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Because you know, you never know where that that inspiration is going to come from. So you know, I'm open for it. And it's all creative expression. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, let me ask Miss Kimba, um, what are some of the um, ordeals that you you conf- you are faced with as an artist, uh, as not only as a spoken word artist, and I'll ask this of of Mark as well. Um, what are some of the issues or maybe you know, the circumstances that you face as an artist, not only in your creativity but you know in your performance and you know um, having places to perform? Well, for me, um, doing spoken word, um, it's it's not a high demand like it is, say for a singer or uh, actual musician, they can get calls for weddings or um, different bookings or nightclubs. Nightclubs. I might get called to those places also, but the pay is going to be considerably lower. And then it's just, you know, trying to define that that way as a spoken word artist and get compensated for my work. That's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you, Mark? Because you know it's a little different in your arena. Because being a musician, I mean, especially the talent that you have, um, but even in coming up into the into the entertainment industry, what have been some of your, um, you know, the my not hardships, but uh, some of the trials that you've been through? Well, you know, just having a being consistent, you know, because because. because yeah, social media being like it is and everything today, you have to constantly insert yourself into the public eye. And, um, you know, you really need a team of people to do that because, uh, you know, if you, if you stay and focus on your craft and what you really do, you know, that can be very time-consuming. And then to turn around and have to do all this other stuff as well, you know, you find yourself being a jack-of-all-trades, which is, you know, cool, but, you know, you want to focus on what you really do mostly, so that's that's always kind of a, a challenge, you know, juggling so many different things these days. I feel that, you know, as an artist, um, you know, even for myself, uh, as a singer and an entertainment actress, you know, uh, being in the entertainment industry, um, it's sometimes as an artist, matter of fact, I think all the time, as an artist, like you said, Mark, you have to be able to concentrate on your craft you need to have a team around you to handle the business aspect, even though there are some artists who are well-rounded, who know how to do the whole nine yards, doing the business, the booking, the management, and everything else. But still, does that take away from your craft if you're not able to concentrate just on your craft and what you have to do on that stage? I think so. I don't, I don't know anybody that can do it all. I mean, I've never seen it done before. I mean, even when it seems like a person is doing it all, you got to have people with you. It just doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. I have never seen one artist do it all. And I don't think I'll have yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Ms. Kimba? That's true. Teamwork makes the dream manifest. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, right. exactly. All right. So 
Uh, Andre, who do we have else on the on the uh, chat board? We have a call from Northwest Indiana. Northwest Let's Indiana. You're on Roslyn's Corner with Roslyn Jordan Mills. Tell us your name and where you're calling from in Indiana. Okay. Indiana. We got a listener. Oh, okay. They were shy. That's all right. They were shy. Back to the Southern Californians again. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if we got the Southern Californians. Are they open? Okay, Southern California. You're on. You're on Southern California. Come on. That's okay. We got to mute them because there's a lot of noise in the background. <laughs> but that's okay. All right. So we're going to the other so, Southern California. Yeah. Go ahead. Southern California number two. You're on Roslyn's corner. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. This is Jonna. How are you? I'm fine, hey. Jonna. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Uh-oh, but, Mark uh, said, hey, so evidently he knows you. <laughs> hey, yeah, I had the great pleasure of um, actually meeting Mark at the Long Beach Jazz Festival, and that was my first time actually hearing his music and getting a chance to converse with him for a little while, and he just yeah. turned out to be a phenomenal person, um, a phenomenal uh, musician. So I'm looking to hear much more from him. I'm really glad I got a chance to talk to you, and um, all the best moving forward. My pleasure. Thank you. It's great meeting you as well. And uh, we have a CD listening party that be sure to come now. Okay. Make sure I get an invite, and I'll be there. Absolutely. You got it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. You are so welcome. All right, all right. And, you know, that's what's so cool about it, Mark, because um, I know when I first met you, I first met you uh, down at the little church down there in L.A., down there in Lamert Park, uh, okay. where, where you're performing. Uh, Ron Bishop had called me and says, hey, Ross, you got to come down and see this musician. He's great. He's awesome. And, <laughs> you know, Ron, like Ron Bishop, <laughs> man, <laughs> Ron, you know, Ron Bishop is a phenomenal, I mean, great you know, I, I, great yeah. guy, great guy, you know, uh, a little quirky, but that's who Ron is. Um, and he says, I need, I need, you need to come down here and listen to this musician, this musician. he's great. So when I walked in, you know, and we sat down, you know, sitting down, getting ready to, you know, for the show to start. When you blew the first note, my brother, you had me. Oh, oh wow. When you that. blew that horn, <laughs> when you blew that horn, and then the way you worked the room, okay, yeah. um, you are a phenomenal artist. That, now, let me ask you this, because there are times when, even as singers, uh, even with uh, Ms. Kimba, with spoken words, when you're on stage and you think about what you have to do, um, are there ever any embarrassing moments? Hmm. Uh, or is it too many? Is it too many you have to think about? <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing moments. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't really say I well, have Embarrassing moment. I mean, it's been times, you know, back like in the day. yeah, like you're, you know, I mean, like you're, you somebody would, you know, the ladies would just grab you, or you know, and and there you are, 
maybe they knock you down or anything, anything while you're performing. Because, I mean, you think about that. I can tell you one thing that happened one time that was kind of crazy. Um, I was playing at the club, and, you know, I like to have a little showmanship thing going on. So I was playing my horn, and there's a lady behind me, and she's like, play that horn, play that horn. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I took the horn in my mouth and kind of just, you know, did one of my little stretches, like my, my horn, I stretched out. And then, you know, I felt somebody grab my horn and start pulling it. And I looked Uh-oh. back, and I was like, what's the... Right. So I turned around and said she was drunk and she was grabbing my horn. I'm like, give me that horn. Give me that. She went from play that horn to give me that horn. I said, hey, hey, hey. I went over there. Oh, oh. So I kind of grabbed the horn back. And then I went, to, I went to play again and I thought she was gone. I stretched back again. And she kind of snatched the horn out my hand again. And I had to say, wow. hey, listen, come on now. And she was drunk and everything. It was kind of crazy. But we ended up laughing about that. It was a crazy moment. Yeah, because you can think about that, because that was you know, one of my questions I was going to ask, you know, because you think about the fondest moments, the craziest moments, even when you're on stage as as singers, as musicians, as spoken word. I mean, there's times you get up there and I will forget a verse and make it up while I'm up there, okay? Um, even Kemba, Kemba, can you, experience, can you tell us about your experiences as a spoken word artist? Um, have there been times that, you know, you get up there and all of a sudden your mind went blank or you just had to make something up and it still came out great? Yeah. Actually, that happened to me. Uh, I was doing a Star Spangled Banner for the Sparks game one time, L.A. Sparks, and I was practicing my butt off in the back. I mean, it played about 100 times. And as soon as we got on, I think it was filming it for like uh, I think ESPN or something like that. It was filming it for one of their shows or something like that. And I went to hit this note, and I totally blanked on the Star Spangled Banner. Just blanked out. So I just did like a little run, da 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 and everybody started clapping, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> What's next? What's the next note? And it just came back to me all of a sudden. It was crazy. Exactly. Yeah, I, got, exactly. I got a question for Mark. Let, let me ask you this. Now you're talking about performance on stage. I, I've been checking you out on, on videos. And I've looked at United We Stand maybe 20 different times. When you really get into it, when you're feeling it, you start doing the mashed potatoes with your left leg. That's when you're really into it. I just want to know, are you aware of it, or is that a part of your act, or what? Or is it something? Hey, look, I, Andre, that's the first time I ever heard that, so I'm not even aware of that. Matter of fact, I want to see that. Man, you have never seen that? Well, how do you do the mashed potatoes, first of all? I don't even know how to do that. Man, you are doing the, you do it with your left leg only. What? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you, you're getting into it. You're getting into some heavy-duty stuff. And, wow, and, and, wow. That, and I said, watching, and then here you go. You'll start doing that mashed potatoes with that left leg. It'll start wow. moving and firming and twisting all around. But but you went to it at that time, and I said, I bet you he's not aware. It's cool. It's nothing wrong with it. It's not a dance that's from the fifties or something like that. It's got an old old dance. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that was way back in. The, yeah, that was about the sixties. That was about the sixties. Actually, mashed potatoes like one of James Brown's uh, little dance. Right, doing the mashed potatoes. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, 
with that left leg when you get on that high up there when you when you calling on it, Jack. Nigga, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. left leg starts kicking. Only thing I know about mashed potatoes is eat them, man. I don't know nothing about that, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, let's go to mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, let me ask you this because, uh, and, and Andre, he's going to be he's gonna be floored when he sees the United with Stan film, isn't he? Oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a great, great, great look. We're doing some final tweaks and posts on it. We're really bringing it out. It's actually you know, majority of the, the people in the movie theater will say, hey, that was great. But those who might be a critic, per se, well, why didn't they do this or that or that and that? And there's a few things in there that just need to be oiled up a little bit. But it was, um, you and Rosalind really, really, really tore it up. And Myron did, too. And man, every time when I watch it, man, I start jumping up and down out my chair. And over here, you know what? You know, y'all did a great job in organizing that, and, uh, even uh, on the artists' of platform to, to do what they do. We appreciate y'all for doing that. So I know it was uh, something that y'all put some time into to make it happen. And it's like that's the kind of support you know that we look for. We need as artists to be able to get out there and have platforms that are available for us to do what we do. So we thank you for that. Oh, man, was, You're welcome. You're welcome. We all enjoyed it, and all the artists, we've talked to every artist since the performance, and everybody is itching and dying to do that do again. Do it again. Mm-hmm. And, hey, and, hey, you know what? I say y'all need to do one every week. That's the only thing I was mad about. I want to one every day, every, every hour. Come on, yeah, now. I, Andre, I come on. I know it. I'm go- I'm not gonna let you down, brother. Watch and see. We, we We're already make- getting ready to storyboard the next one. We already got it. Got right. it in mind. Yes. Yes. The next sure. is uh, we plan on doing Latin with a touch of soul. Latin jazz with a touch of soul. Okay. I yeah. think you should, uh, I think y'all should do mashed potatoes with a touch of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a hell of a great look, man. You're, go, you're gonna, you're gonna like it, and um, and everybody just did a super, super, super fantastic job. But and even with the performance, I saw some things that man, we we could have done this a little bit better, that a little bit better. But overall, the person that's gonna be paying ten, twelve bucks or so, sitting in the speed in the theater. They're gonna be jumping up, up and down in that theater. Usually in, in theaters you're supposed to be quiet, but this right. is gonna be the first film that comes out where the movie theater is gonna be jumping down. It's not gonna be any silence. They're gonna be dancing in the aisles and everything with this man. All right. so it's, it's a great look. It's a great look. Yeah, we do want to do a screening down there in L.A. and so we do want to get the whole team together uh, once we do it. Exactly. All right, very good, very good. It's it's just you know it's it's been such a great experience, such a great experience. But let's go ahead and tap into you, Mark, because what I wanted to do is bring it up a little further here because you have played with some phenomenal top of the line artists. Give us mm-hmm. a few that you played with and your experience being on the same stage as they are. Well, you know what? See, when, I, when people ask me about that, 
I always say that uh, you know, I look at life as a total expression, you know, of, of some kind, um, whether we're, you know, eating, driving down the street, talking to our neighbor or whatever. So, you know, when I look at playing it with other musicians, whether they're, you know, well-known or not well-known, I always look at that the, uh, the opportunity to, to exchange expression. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, you know, I've never really concentrated on, like, you know, who's this and who's that. I always just looked at this is a beautiful time to express myself with this individual. And, um, I mean, I played with some, some kids in, in, a, in a school band, and they were killing to me because it was just that they were expressing themselves and what they had and where they are coming from. And I've always enjoyed, you know, pretty much just, you know, interacting with people that was willing to allow themselves to release part of themselves that they don't normally release to the public, you know. So that's that's kind of my statement on, uh, you know, playing with famous people and all that kind of stuff because it's, it's all an expression, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of even approach my horn the same way. You know, I don't just look at it from, you know, playing some notes that I've learned or something like that. I, I try to include my total embodiment in when, uh, when I'm playing. You know, it's like, in fact, the instrument becomes just an extension of my thought process. Mm. You know, I, yeah. My perspective. You know, my music, when I write music, um, I remember going to rehearsal one time and, and one of my guys was like, man, how, how did you come up with this like this? And I was like, you know, I'm just I'm just doing what I do. You know, it may not be a hundred thousand percent correct as far as the status quo what it's supposed to be, but this is what I felt when I was writing this particular song. And it's just man, that's that's bad right there. So thank you, man. Just pretty much just expressing what's inside. You know, and I think that uh, you know we we need to we need to tap into that more. You know, because um, sometimes you know we can get it's just like a vacuum where we just do the same thing over and over again, but then it's like, it's really about just expressing what you have, what you think, and feeling at that moment. So that's, well, that's kind of yeah. my response to that. <laughs> I know that's all off the kilter. I didn't say the, the, the status quo stuff, but that's how I feel. It's expression. You know, just, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Let me ask you this, Mark. Let me, let me ask you this. In uh, following, you know, the great saxophonists in, in history, you know, you have Grover Washington, you have Stanley Turrentine, Junior Cook, Dexter Gordon. And when these cats are playing, when you listen to them, you can tell that it's them. It seems like all these other saxophone players established their own identity, and even you have done the same thing. How do you establish that identity of what you're going to sound like? Because all these saxophone players that I've heard Throughout time, since the 70s, everybody has their way of how they sound when they're performing and recording. And your sound is distinctly different than either of the four names that I just called off. So how do you establish that identity when you're learning a saxophone? I think like with any creative endeavor, you have to dare to be yourself. You know, I mean, because if you think about this, anything and everything you see around you, at one point in time, it was something that was an anomaly. It was something that was that was uh, an idea on somebody's head. I'm talking about everything around us. And at some point, somebody had to believe in that thing 
enough to pursue it to the point to where it became known to everybody. I'm talking about like even like a doorknob. I mean, who made up a doorknob? Who made up anything? So I think the same thing with being creative, um, you know, you, you, you're influenced by people, you get mentored by situations, and then at some point you just got to say, hey, you know, I'm going to approach it from this perspective and, and just do it that way. Um, you know, just approach it from, from whatever you're feeling and dare to be yourself. You know, and if you dare to be yourself, then you can establish your own type sound and stuff like that. Like this new this new CD I'm working on right now, you know, it's just some stuff that, uh, you know, that I like, you know, that I, that I feel was cool. And you're not trying to be like, well, let me see what the audience is going to want to hear. You know, because I think I think audiences are still sophisticated, and they want to hear what you do. You know, they want to hear um, the creativity that God is giving you. They want to hear that, and not necessarily just regurgitating all the time what somebody else already done. So, I often talk about you know just be yourself, and I think that by being yourself, that it takes you in the direction of establishing your own sound and. And that you don't like anything that's musical and in, in the creativity world, period. Would you consider yourself to be a, a jazz artist, an R&B artist, or a culmination of both? See, that's another thing with the label thing. I, I don't know. You know what the thing is? When you play saxophone, you know, you automatically uh, put in the category of jazz, you mm-hmm. know, because it's an instrument. Um, it's, not, it's not a vocal thing. So people are going to automatically say it about. So anybody that's not doing, let's say, you know, classical music or something like that, um, you're going to be considered to be some type of jazz artist. It seems like, you know, it's probably some exceptions to that rule. But um, but the way I approach music, you know, I just approach it from the perspective of, of me being myself and what I like. So some of my music may have some elements of what they call R&B or funk in it and and, and jazz as well, because I do like all those things. Gospel, I love all those types of music. You know, I even like country and all that. I like music, period. So um, I don't like to categorize myself as being a particular uh, style of artist, you know, but I know for as far as the marketplace is concerned, you know, I have to do that so people can you know, have some type of identity with different genres and stuff like that. But I just love music, and I love um, put elements of what I like into the music that I like to create. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What about uh, your style of music, whatever it may be, with the culmination of uh, hip-hop? Have you ever done that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hip-hop is what is a derivative of many other different styles, and uh, I like a lot of stuff that, that some of the artists, the hip-hop artists are doing, you know, that so-called... Uh, you know, hip hop artists, you call hip hop artists. I love a lot of stuff that they're doing. So, uh, matter of fact, you'll be hearing some elements of that in this new CD. And, mm. uh, and I, you know what I'm gonna do too? I, I gotta, I gotta come out with. I think I got my own category I just created over here too. So, you know, you you might end up adding another category to that list that you already have in your head already. So yes, look yes, out sir. for that. Yes, sir. Come. That's what we want the jazz artists to do is start crossing over because it's all about marketing and the market. And and this is what jazz artists is going to have to do to really get back up on the charts is we have to be able to get that market. And I mean, these youngsters are the ones who have the disposable income. 
And so I think, and but the thing of it is, they can do their rapping, but they have no idea how to how to play music, and how to really do real real music. The jazz artists know how to do real real music, but we need that crossover audience with the hip hoppers, and I think that that's what's going to make a mark on it when you start coming up with that new phrase that you're going to be coming up with and with this crossover audience is just like um, some artists do some gospel songs on their CDs. And so that will do a crossover audience to get the, the gospel audience. And so it's about creating your music, but also getting paid for what you do at, at the at, on the end. And it's all about getting into those markets where the disposable dollars are and the disposable dollars, believe it or not, is with the 16 to 32, 33, 34-year-old is where the disposable income is. Well, you know, that uh, there's a community out there in Chicago, and it's actually spread all over now, the stepping community. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the stepping community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a few of my records are kind of geared towards that, too, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. I grew up around stepping the music and I wanted to uh, do a few cuts like that. So on this next CD that's coming out, I have uh, you know, several stepping cuts on that CD as well. well that would be good. Yeah. That's a big audience. Big audience. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, here at Roslyn's Corner, where we invite everyone to go to our website at www.t25cl.com and view all the great music. Of course, our brother's up there. We're looking to get him on board as well soon. Right, my brother, Mark? That's that's right, that's right. (laughs) That's right, that's right. So um, we just invite you to go and listen to the great music. Support the independent artists. There's some great music out there that's even out there to be discovered. And so we just invite everyone to come on board, okay? Um, um, uh, so what we want to do another is caller. we want to Okay, we got another caller on? Go ahead. Okay, caller from California. You're up next. Where are you from? Oh, my Cal- internet was in the house. Oh, no. Hey, hey, hey. Hello? What's up, What's up? What's up? Mark Kellen Felton, what's up, man? Who's this? The Earth. My internet was we were kicking it backstage, man, at the Warner Grand Theater, man. You know, when we did the uh, T25CL Global Peace yes, Concert. Sir, how you doing, yes. brother? What's going on? Man, I'm blessed. I'm not happy, man. I'm, I'm sitting there with a piece of steak in my hand, watermelon sitting on a plate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon, okay. It's down yeah. in Mississippi, right? And we're about we're like minutes away from walking into the studio door, man. We're back in the studio tonight, man. But um, I man, I heard from Brother Andre tonight, and uh, I I had a call in real quick, man. I, I, love, I would love to be here for the whole show, but you know I got a studio uh, appointment hitting here in just a few minutes. But man, okay. I was sitting there listening for you, uh, listening to you for the last uh, ten minutes, man. What is you got some great stuff you're talking about, man, about your. Your, your performance and the questions that they're asking you are just like incredible questions. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Thanks for calling in and hanging out, too, man. I know you're about to knock out a new, new song tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're knocking off a new, uh, new song right now. Matter of fact, okay. just showed up. Who's, who's performing with you, uh, Myra? Who's, who's recording yeah, with we're you? Doing, we're, yeah, we're doing Kimberly tonight. Oh, you're oh, doing Kimberly? Yeah. Okay. She just walked in the door just now. 
Kimberly, All say right. hi real quick. Say, just say hi, hi. How's it going? That's Kimberly Roslin. You you interviewed Kimberly about a month ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 She just walked in. So. All right, all right, very good. Well, listen, uh, take care and and make all that great music you may make it, and we're gonna start creating some new music. Yeah, we're looking you forward to hearing that. That's right, that's I'm, right. Knock them out. Certainly <laughs> will. Hey, good, good hearing, good hearing you, and thank you, Rosalind. Thank you, uh, Andre. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Hear your voice, Mark. All right, all right. Enjoy all right. that jump right. performance, brother. I sure will. All right. All right. All right, all right. So um, let's go ahead and, and see what's before our show ends tonight. Just let, let us know what you're what you're doing now. What's what's coming up, Mark? What's going on? Well, so, uh, I'm going to be doing some traveling and stuff, you know. And I'm going to actually post things on Facebook and uh, on the website, you know, to let people know where I'm playing at next. And there's so many people I want want to see around the country, you know. So I'm going to really be reaching out to uh, start doing a lot more traveling to different cities and everything, and also. You know, anybody listening that 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 you know uh, I haven't visited your city yet, city yet, I would love to reach out to me. You can reach me on Facebook, and uh, I'm primarily looking to release this next app. That's my main thing right now. So I'm in the studio every day working on this thing, so I can get it on out there. I'm gonna have a little uh, listening party and stuff like that. Probably in a couple of different locations and invite everybody out. All right. That you know. Cool. So, and I know y'all gonna show up too, so I'm looking forward you to know that. Y'all. You know that. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on a second. Tell us about uh, China, man. Is that has that deal been inked yet? Is that on the schedule? Oh uh, yeah, we're definitely working, and we're gonna be going out to China uh, real soon. Uh, we're just trying to work out the, the, the details right now, but we're working on going out there doing a few performances out there and being back and forth. Like, you know. Like I said, I'm, I'm about to, you know, just do a lot of traveling because I've been, I've been uh, kind of just anchored in, in Southern California just doing my thing here. But, you know, I'll go out and I'll come back. I'll go out and come back. But I want to do a lot more because there's been a lot of requests around the country and outside the country to come out and do some other things. So I'm looking forward to uh, expanding and doing more out there as well. Yes, sir. And you got to get into Africa too, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you, I, I heard y'all doing a lot in Africa. Is that, is that where you you doing a lot of stuff out there, too? Yeah, I've, I've done some stuff there in, in Africa. I've done some boxing there and um, want to do some music events there in, in the bigger stadiums with 100,000 people in, the, in those soccer stadiums that they have there. One of the goals that I would had was do a weekend with boxing and music. And uh, wow. that was discussed over the years, but man, boxing is so so political. Mm-hmm. And so, even with this world championship we're walking around with, man, it, it's still very 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 political. And so, but it's it's still a talking point. But I would love to take United We Stand uh, that show throughout the world. That would be great. It would be great, and anywhere in Africa, of course. <laughs> And it would be great in in Asia, too, and also in, in Japan, the Philippines. It would it would go anywhere in the world, and and people would love that show. Uh, uh, yes, right, exactly. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm so ready. You got to get rid of that cold first. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't me. That was somebody else. I think that was Kimba. Oh, 
Okay. I think that's how this was in California called. I opened up the other <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're here at 225 CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. Um, we're going to have some last questions or comments for our great artist, Mark Allen Stelton, a.k.a. Panther. Oh, you know what? I want to matter of fact, I wanted to ask you that question. Where did Panther come from? Because somebody wow. asked me this. Right, right. Right when I posted on Facebook, somebody says, is he a Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, he's black and he's a panther, but he ain't a black panther. No, no, no. You know what happened was uh, I met this real, real briefly. I tell you the story. I met one guy who uh, he was like, you know, man, I saw you play, and uh, he says you remind me of a of a one name artist. He said the way you move on stage, you know, it kind of remind me of a cat. You know, you should call you Jaguar or something like that. Jag, I said Jaguar. I like that Jaguar, right? So I went uh, and told one of my friends named Apollo. When told him, I said, hey, man, I'm going to change my name to Jaguar. He said, he jumped up out of the city. No, no. I said, what you mean, no? He said, come to my house tomorrow at 10 o'clock. He just ran out my door. I said, man, that's kind of strange. He said, I said, okay, so I went to his house the next day. And uh, I walked in, and he ran into the back and came out with a big, gigantic poster behind his back. And then he swung the poster out and said, man, you're a panther, like that. I was like, oh, my God, I got chill bumped. I was like, I felt this panther jumped into my soul, right? <laughs> he, he turned on the, uh, the TV. He had this little recording going on the TV, and it, it was showing the panther in the jungle doing these moves. I said, that's how you move. That's you, man. You're the panther. I was like, oh, my God. We just jumped upside tripping like, you know, we was just kids tripping out. And, and uh, that's how I got that panther. Yeah. Cool, cool. I think that just reiterates what Andre was saying about your moves on stage. <laughs> yeah. No, but see, now, if I, if I wait for Andre, I'm going to be called the mashed potato man, you know? <laughs> the mashed potato man. <laughs> mashed potato, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, listen, um, before we close out our show, um, Andre, are there any more questions on the chat board? Um, no questions on the board, but it was a great show, man. And look, we we're gonna do it, man. We're gonna do it. Oh, when are you gonna have the uh, new CD wrapped up? What's the target date? I'm trying to um, finish up within a month, so you know I'm I'm still working on that release date. Uh, we had to put it, put it back a little bit because of uh, you know it's just it's just so much music, and I want to make sure that it's right. So I didn't want to rush it, uh, but it's coming very 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 soon, and. Of course, uh, you know, like I said before, uh, you'll have everything available online. So, uh, matter of fact, I might even drop a couple snippets out there, you know, so people can get an idea of what I'm working with, you know, just to okay. get a little feel of it. But it's coming very, very soon. Great, great. Um, is Miss Kimba still on the line? Okay, I think she's gone. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio with our guest and family member, Mark Allen Stelton. Um, so before we close out the show, Mark, I would like to have you share some last comments with our listening audience, especially to those young independent artists who are out there, who are sax players, who are jazz artists. I mean, share your heart with them and what, you know, you think uh, is best for them in coming up into this industry? Well, first of all, I want to just thank you all for having me on the show. I really appreciate that. And I want to thank all the um, 
people that you know been supporting me throughout these years, uh, coming to the shows and 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 um, you know purchasing the music and just being a part of that. You know, it's been really good. I, you know, the people that that have been fans, you know, I love them. You know, because they really have been really good people to me. You know, um, they're very supportive. So I want to thank them for that. As far as uh, anybody, not just artists, uh, you know, music, musical artists, but anybody uh, that's trying to, you know, go forth and, and do what they like to do, I just suggest that, you know, take advantage of the technology, you know, because nowadays uh, you can pretty much do anything you want to do. Matter of fact, just to keep it 100% real, uh, I attend YouTube University every day because... Anything that you want to know is right there on YouTube, and it's like people are telling you how to, you know, do things and, and, and advance yourself in your, your, your craft, you know. So um, a lot of hard work, you know, stick to it, just like you said uh, earlier, and making sure that you, you know, just stay focused on what you're doing. I think that this is a good time to be in right now because the tools are available to us. Uh, we just got to utilize the tools. And the final thing, I think people should work together more, you know, um, mm. because I think that that is really the key thing. We've been driven by money for so long, but really the effort is what uh, makes the outcome come into fruition. You know, money is just the driving, the gas, so to speak, the driving force behind it, but it don't have to be that way. We can actually do things with, with each other if we just decided to come together and work with each other, and the money will follow. So yeah, yeah, exactly. People out there that's, that's uh, you know, looking to do something, you know, seek each other's help out, help each other get to where each other needs to go, and I think you get there a lot quicker. You know what? And I'm gonna say amen to that because I feel that you know, in today's society, in the music industry, everybody's looking for that almighty dollar instead mm-hmm. of trying to support one another as a group to make beautiful music. Like you said, the, the money will follow, but it's where your heart and your mind is yeah. in trying to create something so spectacular that it will last for years. And I think we have lost that in this industry, and we're yeah. trying to get it back. And, you know, it, it takes, you know, artists such as yourself, such as T25CL, it's what we do. You know, we we, we want to make great music. We want to make great shows, great concerts, great films that people will remember it for years to come. And so that's what we are needing to strive for. And I, I think you just hit the nail on the head, you know. The people, we need to come together as one. The money will follow. You yeah, know? And I know that's been a hard thing for many years, but the evidence yeah. is right there. When you, when you come together... Uh, Put your mind on something, boom, to make things happen. I, I had yeah. a, a quote, quote that came to me. I'm going to leave y'all on this note. I had a quote that came to me. I was just sitting down, uh, you know, trying to figure out some things years ago. And what came to me was when, when you make a precision decision, you make an incision into your vision, thus giving you everything you need to complete your mission. Mm, say that again. Let's hear that one more time. When you make a precision decision, you make an incision into your vision, thus giving you everything you need to complete your mission. Wow. Wow. I like that. I like that. All right. Andre, do you have any last words before we uh, say goodnight? 
Well, I can't top the brother now. I know. <laughs> and we're going we to leave that. That's right. Let's leave it like it is. Oh. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roswell's Corner. As I always say, I invite you to go to our website, www.t25cl.com. Listen to the great music. Mark is going to have a new CD coming out soon. Of course, you're going to be able to listen to that on the radio. Download his music. Support this independent artist. And so um, we're going to close out tonight. And as I always say, um, look for our new film coming out, United We Stand, which will be out very soon. Like we just, like Andre says, we're just doing the tweaking on it, which all films need to have. We want to, we want it to be in perfection. But yes, we're going to say good night to everyone. So, uh, Mark, we love you, my brother. Love you, too. Love y'all. And I'll see y'all soon. All right, brother. I'll see you soon, man. Talk soon. All right. And everyone, have a good night. Good night, world. Peace. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.